Hey guys, today we are doing part two of Angie's interview. This is her talking about what it's like to be a mom of a teenager going through a food freedom change, going from dieting to a, a new place where she's at peace with her body. So you're going to hear about this impact that working together has had on her family, on her life, her daughter's life, and her family. And I want to emphasize something that Andy says at the end before we get to this. She says one of her biggest wins is that she doesn't have to look at Christmas time and be worried about all the food. I'm not focused on January 1st because I have the tools to live healthy and not cycle through diets anymore. So heck yeah. If you're here for this, if you want this too, don't forget the Baby Weight Loss Boot Camp is coming up super soon, October 17th and 18th. If you haven't signed up, you want to make sure you sign up so you can get the recordings if you miss it live, so you can get in on all the fun. www.bit.ly slash bwbootcamp2022. I'll see you there. Now let's get to this interview. Hey mom with little ones, welcome to the Baby Weight Nutritionist Podcast. Do you want to feel comfortable in your body again? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for how to lose weight after baby? And what's the best workout to do at home? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel unmotivated and discouraged because you ran out of time to meal prep and your workout got cut short because your toddler woke up early again? <laughs> hey, I'm Kristen Noriega, registered dietitian nutritionist and Christian mom of four. I too felt frustrated with my body while living in the grind of early motherhood after my first and second babies. I wanted to be strong like I used to be and to feel comfortable being touched again. I just wished I had more time to get my pre-baby body back. And then I found the secret formula, food freedom and joyful movement. I'll teach you this formula right here on this show, along with simple time-saving shortcuts, support for lasting weight loss, and motivation to get it done, even with a baby on the hip and a toddler around your leg, so that you can finally feel comfortable in your body again. Pass out some snacks, reheat your coffee, and let's do this, friend. Do you feel like you have learned anything that equipped you to handle conversations with your kids as they continue growing? Um, yes, and I think I've had conversations with them already about um being healthy making good choices oh. being mindful um especially my teenage daughter she she is a very petite girl she and I do not have the same build she is very very petite um I don't know why it would enter her head but she said something like I'm afraid if I eat too much I'm going to get like a double chin. And I, I was like, honey, you could eat pizza all day. And I don't think you would get a double chin. That is not something that I want you even thinking about. Like, I don't want that. I don't want those thoughts even in your head. I want you to eat with balance, be healthy. And I don't want you to think about calories or fat or any of that. Mm hmm. Um, and I like that I'm setting that example, but I am being mindful too. So I'm not setting the example and sitting down with a plate of donuts in front of my daughter. <laughs> like I'm not doing that. Um, 
but I'm, I'm trying to, I'm not a, I'm okay with the example I'm setting. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Yeah, it totally does. You, you're okay with the balance that you have found, the food freedom that you have found and being able to transfer that to your really impressionable teenage daughter who obviously heard something somewhere about double chins <laughs> came on. I know. And I'm, and I'm looking at this petite girl, like, and I'm thinking how in the world could that have ever entered your brain? But, um, they start very young with it does. I mean, if you, you don't have to share, but you and I, we could think back probably and hear the first time that we heard somebody call us fat or hint that we were fat or that we felt less than because of the shape of our body, whatever it was. I can pinpoint the first time. Of course, this is my work. So this is like, I've thought about this many times, but it, it just, it happens. And so figuring out how to love ourselves, how to love yourself and be okay with your food and your movement and feel strong and healthy and confident beautiful <laughs> it's just beautiful <laughs> it is and you said something to me one t- on one of our um zooms I I think I had said like I can't believe oh I know I was like I can't believe that your exercise routine is what it is and you look as athletic as you do do you remember that yeah okay and you said you know God created all different types of people mm-hmm. and uh, that really stuck with me because Usually women have a certain goal mm-hmm. and a lot of our goal looks exactly the same. Um, and growing up, I was number two, I'm number two of seven. So, um, but my older sister above me, she was more petite and always thin, which even though I wasn't, I wasn't fat, it made me look bigger because I was underneath this like already small girl. So I think like, I kind of always put that in my head that that was the goal. Like if I could just do this or do whatever to get there. And through this time, I really honestly have been looking at myself differently and thinking like, I'm okay with the way I am. You know, I'm okay. Like it's, it's fine. Like I, like you said, God made all different types of people and he did not make me and my sister identical twins or not even twins. (laughs) I'm three years, three years younger than her. Um, and you know, it's, it's fine. Like I'm still a healthy woman. Yeah. That made me tear up because I, I'm glad that that's the thing that stuck with you. (laughs) Yeah. Gosh, it did. Yeah. He made all of us different and he doesn't make mistakes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That did stick with me. (laughs) Okay. So if, if to wrap this up, was your investment worth it? And what was your biggest win? Definitely my investment was worth it. I would definitely do it again. And my biggest win is feeling like I have the tools and the confidence to go forward. And I'm not back at what I would call the past, like square one. I don't have to look at like, I don't have to look at, Christmas time and be worried about like all the the stuff or like Thanksgiving or whatever and just think about like oh that January 1st you know I don't have to do that um, because I have the tools to live healthy 
and not just um, cycle, cycle through everything. Yeah. Isn't it so funny how we can spend three of the three months out of the year saying, I'll wait for January 1st. We spend a month hitting it hard and then, oh, well, Valentine's is here. Oh, well, East Lynn's here. Oh, East. And then like, it's like this constant cycle, like you said, of just like pushing our goals out farther and farther away because of the year. Well, there's always something happening. (laughs) There is. And there's always birthdays or communions or. Yeah. (laughs) Our culture evolves around festivities and food you know it's like it's always that way so um I'm glad that I learned the healthy the healthy mindset the mindful mindset that I learned mindfulness yeah and food freedom well good thank you so much for sharing what'd you think pretty cool huh that she's been able to just change the narrative of her family that she now has the tools to positively impact her daughter's relationship with food as well as her own so thanks again angie for being here for this interview if any of you have questions about the baby weight loss boot camp or the baby weight loss blueprint feel free to shoot me a message i'd love to hear from you uh if you friend me on instagram you friend me on facebook you join the group I'm going to send you a DM and it's going to be me and it's going to be a real conversation. Okay. So I am here for you. I hope to hear from you. Can't wait to see you in the boot camp. See ya.